back in the rinky-dink studios of all ghetto game rinky-dink um so it's been a little bit huh <laughs> been a few places got absolutely so i guess we just do this once every two months now yeah you were right remember this, the yeah, last, last time, time we were talking i was like let's not make any promises and you're like, like oh we're gonna be on it i was summer. like ufc content up the walls you bang 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 and then uh oh <laughs> we have a lot of technical like more than usual like it is bad but it's okay and the first thing that i kind of have on my agenda first thing that i put in my notes is catch up what have we been what, doing I was say, should we tell them what we've done last yeah. week we got back from hawaii so we may look tanner than I normal propose. okay why does everybody think that Oh my god, you're so annoying. I no wasn't thinking that. God damn. But he, <laughs> but he turn around a little bit. Show them your peeling. Don't want to show too much shoulder. There's on camera. literally like four different shades going on. <laughs> I went down I seriously changed skin tone. I was well, that's a the, so, pretty nice brown and then I turned into bleach face Michael Jas Jackson ass. Michael Jackson. I was afraid we, to look waiters in the eyes because I had so much We went a little too hard one day on or we didn't wear any sunscreen. We were in the sun for six hours and then throughout the week we ended up peeling, blistering, itching everything under the sun literally <laughs> literally problem that you could possibly and have. then uh so now we're we look like we have vitiligo but that's fine yeah and so much has transpired in the ufc world we were obviously in hawaii when the whole entire ufc 279 shenanigans went down yeah so we which were in wild. the room watching yeah. y- you were watching we were gonna go we to missed a sports one bar. sunset homie we were going to go to a sports bar. We called a few places. No one was playing the fights except like a bowling alley. So we weren't going to do that. So Kellen, of course, had to watch it. And we stayed in the room. And it was the most beautiful sunset. <laughs> and we freaking missed it because he had it, okay? to watch the fights. I watched three fights, okay? I watched the D-Rod versus Lee. I watched Hamza get thrown around the ring by... Uh, you were also watching... I mean, have Holland get thrown around by Hamza. From the beach on your phone in the car... Nuh-uh. You played some I of it on your... Bianca didn't drive. Oh, that's one thing I had to do, dude, in this opening little monologue here. Kellen had to get gas for the very first time. So We're I'm from basically Oregon, anointed so as a man now. we pump our own gas. Yeah, I'm a man now, so it's fine. Just took a lot, few panic attacks and some YouTube videos. But yeah, yeah you did it. I was stressing out on that big time but what do we have on the agenda oh we also made a rankings what is it what, oh, what yeah. was our so top we three also, food places we found like the best holes in the walls places to eat this was my fourth time going there and every time i don't like we don't really venture out food wise like we kind of just stay in kona which is where we stayed at is and go lame? to like just the basic places to eat but this time we found like super good like so holes like, in the wall i'm not about to just spots. stay on this strip dude i'm gonna go no, and explore yeah. and so we made like a rankings list of our one of them is our favorite top like 10 foods in order and Chaka then tacos number one the other list was the best views at those restaurants mm-hmm. which is also a cool list but if anyone needs well, the list, not gonna say we can't just leave him hanging on that. Shaka Tacos was number one. Then we had, what was our top three? Broke the Mouth. Broke the Mouth Grinds uh-huh. was number two. Yeah. Which is also, like, it's like a play at lunch place. Shaka Tacos was like a Hawaiian street tacos type place. Was it Umeke's was number three? Uh, no, I think it was, was it Don's? Oh yeah, Don's my type bar was actually. Or was they had it? good fish tacos. Pretty good. 
and they had good fish and chips and we had yummy drinks and that was also i think at the top two because they had the best view we had them at number one yeah depending where you sit at the restaurant so we were there for like eight nine days okay and i had to watch ufc once and we got a really good sunset every day so like but we missed one good sunset but that sunset was like the best because it was, it was the pinkest no it wasn't raining Wait, that, no it wasn't that, it yeah, wasn't yeah, that no. day that was raining it just was like the brightest pink sunset ever so it was a really freaking good one but it's fine because we had we had like the best sunsets every night and every single one of them was different like one was more cloudy one was more yellow one was more pink mm-hmm. all different locations yeah it was absolutely gorgeous and wear sunscreen kids and i miss it already and i hate being here and i want to go back already so but you guys didn't <laughs> tune in for that okay um so what has all transpired ufc 279 not gonna go back that far because what's the point in doing that but there are questions like just not gonna get into it right now (laughs) we'll do another episode but this last fight card okay i was super sad that i didn't get to um talk about it like i've said that's a really common line for kellen now why didn't you talk about that because it didn't do an episode last week i know but weren't we home last week for it Mm -hmm, but i had a, a I had work I had to do with the Forestry Podcast because um, they haven't had an episode come out in like two months yeah, or a month. Because of you? Yeah. Yes, Bianca. Because I have been gone, okay? I didn't know it was because of you. This is just a genuine question. Oh, yeah. It is because of me because I'm their editor and I couldn't, I didn't get an episode out. So I, I, that was my priority when I got home. Good. And it so was you either got talk one out, about right? Song Yudong or get some money. Get paid. Yeah. We need that coin. Eventually, I'll be able to talk about Song Yudong and get money. <laughs> Hopefully that's, that's the, goal. the goal. <laughs> One day. But talk about song you don't get paid. But this San Hagen versus Song card was good. I was like doing some of the last minute touch ups and then I was like on the phone because I woke up kinda early, like an hour before and had to get the rest of the episode out. And then what did we have to do? We had to stop for Javid Basharat. Okay. So back throwback time okay what did i say when we did earlier this year i talked about some of the best prospects that we've seen and one that stood out amongst all the other ones was javi boshrov when he came against trevin five star jones he looked like a little mini conor mcgregor such good everything i mean just one of the most well-rounded guys you've ever seen and then in his post-fight press conference we didn't even know he had a brother a brother that's fighting too okay and then he won they won on the exact same day uh i i think yeah he his brother fought a little bit earlier in a different fighting promotion, which was absolutely sick. And then these two men have become the talk of the town because Far- uh, Farid, I want to, I'm going to say, sorry, if, I don't know how you say it. I say, I th- like their names are Javid and Farid, but I'm just going to probably be saying Javid and Farid because those just roll oh. off the tongue a little bit. Well, those roll off better than Jared and Javid and Fa- Farid. I, Javid and rolls. Javid. Javid and Farid is better <laughs> than Javid and Farid. Yeah, but I feel but, like okay, as an I'll American, I feel like the first way is like the more American way to pronounce it versus Javid. the second way. No, the other way. Javid? Is like more American, like David, Javid, you know what I mean? No, there's a lot, there's some football players named Javid. Like Jav- that sounds better, I agree with you, but no, I feel like Javid? Yeah. But I think that's a cool name. I'll well, try my best to get cool. their name right, okay? But the Basharat brothers, absolute killers, okay? I just watched Farid's fight got it right i just watched farad's dana white contender series fight this morning dude 
These guys clipping this right now. These guys are about to take over the absolute UFC bantamweight division. Okay, I already put the gold star stamp up of, of approval on Jav- uh, Javid because <laughs> the dude. I had to stop everything I was doing when when I was editing my podcast because this dude is absolute must watch TV every single time. Uh, Tony Gravely is an absolute beast mode of a fighter, but. There's very few guys in the bantamweight division that I think that can enter the UFC like right away and be like, all right, you don't really need any tune-up fights. Just send this guy into the top 15. I mean, when things aren't going right for him on the feet, he literally will just take you down and can... Gravely is a great... He was really strong and he kind of had some success, but early later on in the fight, Javid is just so unbelievably strong and he can literally just manhandle you and then on the feet. Him and his brother both, dude. They, it seems like they simultaneously throw like lead front kicks or spinning back kicks and then they immediately throw um, like jabs and punches and follow everything up. Like it's just a constant attack all the way around. I think that both of them are really good. I'd say Farid, his he is a little bit more busy on the ground and also he is kind of more, he will take you down like a little bit more, but I think Javi likes, likes to stay on the feet a bit more. But the one thing that just stands out to me both are insane. I think Jav- Javid, he's a little bit older, I think, but he, I think he he's the guy because when you're watching him fight, he just reminds me of Conor McGregor and his the way that he can like move in and out, stick and move, like literally like he bounces, he'll do his, like three little jump steps back, dodge, and then come back in super, super freaking <laughs> quick. And it's just like, how are you going to touch this guy? And I, these guys oh have, they're God. built the exact same way. And so their frames are honestly perfect because they have just enough reach, just enough athletic ability to hang with the dude like Corey Sanhagen. But then when it comes to like a, a like a guy like Aljamain Sterling or TJ Dillashaw that want to shoot on you all the time and maybe like, I don't know, try to nullify your striking. They have the ground game mm. to go with them tip for tat, baby. And I think that they're just going to take this UFC bandweight division by storm. Obviously, they're never going to fight each other. But I was looking. I don't know. I just watched Farid. Farid. I just watched Farid's fight. I don't know who's going to fight next. He got the Dana White contender, so he got a contract going to be in the UFC. But as for Javid, I think I said this after his first fight against Trevin Five Star. I would love to see a Saeed Kukakramana fight with him. That would be absolutely fantastic. Both of those guys, I know that it might be make sense to keep them apart just because they've both looked so good. Ronnie uh, Saeed Kuk destroyed Ronnie Lawrence, basically, and Ronnie Lawrence is known for his wrestling. Both of them haven't lost him forever. I don't even think... I think, yeah, Javid's undefeated. Um, Saeed Kuk, I, I think, dude, the man's hasn't lost in a bit, so... I would really like to see that fight. And then also, there's just so many... I was going through, there's just so many potential fun fights for him. I think um, Jonathan Martinez has a fight lined up, but that would be a great one. Also, uh, who else? That Victor Henry guy looked absolutely killer. A Kyler Phillips fight, both of them have really similar styles. Kyler Phillips probably a little more dynamic on the feet, but Javid, he can basically... If, if The thing about Javid, like I said last time, if somebody tries to do something to you, Javid will do it right back to you. And then also like, he like, they both, they both have like the perfect amount of humbleness with also like attitude too. Like if you're like, I don't know when they start touching you up and start ripping you to the body, they're like, dude, what's up? You want some? Like they'll start, they'll get a yeah. little bit cocky, but yeah. it's never like too much. We're like, that guy's an ass, mm-hmm. but they're just like must watch TV every single time. But that's why I think that they're going to take over the Bantamweight division. And they're right now, Javid's probably a little more ready to take on that top 15 because Fair is a little bit younger. But I just think I'm so happy that I got to watch um, Javid's first fight because these guys, they're stars now, dude. 
and especially the I'm whole entire storyline you can build cards around them you know because it's like a huge storyline if you get them both fighting at the same time what if they fought each up, other that would be never crazy happen. and the only time that would ever happen is one at the belt but even that they would never do that one would sit out dude yeah yeah i would never what if they wanted brother. to do that though huh didn't like nate diaz and his brother want to do that no i think logan and jake did oh no, it's logan and jay they have some trauma that you're working through for that <laughs> yeah okay but yeah that's that i just wanted to get off my chest I, this i was basically to title this episode javid and <laughs> javid and ferret are gonna take over the uc that's that's literally the main that's thing that's gonna be the whole highlight they're so unbelievably good dude it's just you have to watch them so much fun every single time and yeah and are we talking about anything other than ufc since there's not a card this saturday yeah i don't think they're yeah mac dern's fighting yan jonan this saturday no uh, uh next oh i was gonna say one I thought thing there was okay, you want to get into our little fun thing that yeah. i want to talk about yeah i saw a cool tweet and it was things. actually ingenious this tweet and it, i i'm not i don't know who the lady was but i think it was a lady <laughs> that said it how sick would it be okay to okay. have a mystery ufc card where you don't know who's coming out of the tunnel Oh, how sick would that, that pay-per-view would be? be sick. Okay, and my question... But it it's, would be a pay-per-view. I feel like the if they Wait, did but that... You're going to get primetime guys, though. Okay, if they're guaranteed to be like primetime. Yeah. But... Well, I you think, have to be. Yeah. You can't make no, I, that's what I was send gonna out say. Prelimers. That's what I was going to say. Maybe like to test that out, do it on a not pay-per-view. Oh, on a fight night? Yeah. yeah. Just because then you people can't really complain it's just fun but contractually for a guy to come in if it's a big star you have to pay him the same what if they did like a thing where you had to you made like bets like you know how for like march madness like you made bets of like if they gave you like the weight classes but then you had to figure out who would fight who and then like whoever got it right like won money wait what Say like you would like bet on like who's gonna come out of the tunnel oh yeah like that, that would 100 percent be, be oh dude wouldn't that be dope is if they gave you like three options and then like yeah. you bet on that and then that's what i'm saying like march madness yeah. but for betting who comes dude, out of the yeah. tunnel that would be freaking sick but my question to you is what main event and the what what fight card do you think would get like fans most things? like who would like probably like michael chandler freak out the most what matchup oh, would you know. pick to main? So, like a oh, who would you main event your card? Would who would you main event your card? Oh, I don't know. Hmm. What if they just brought someone out of left field, like like a Habib? Yeah. Could you or even imagine? like Conor McGregor? <laughs> no. Yeah. I know. But Conor McGregor, he's an obvious answer. I feel like. Yeah. But, I feel, I, but some, just because he hasn't fought in a while, and last time he did, it was like not good. So I feel like that would be crazy if he just walked out and no one was expecting him to. I feel. Like, do you think it'd be possible though? Like. To do that? To do that. Like, keep I everything so. under wraps. Because, like, because with all the guys posting on social media. Be leaked because with the weigh-ins, like, you wouldn't be able to have weigh-ins. You wouldn't be able to, All of that would have to be behind the scenes. And every person has so many people on their team that I bet something would get leaked. Or, like, fans would figure out, like, oh. Connor's in town. Yeah, what's Connor doing in Vegas? Because, like, they post. Yeah, so, you like, literally have to shut that shit down. They would literally have to, like have some type of like no posting but i think it'd be so sick though it would be so cool but the letdown though if you see somebody you're not digging with yeah like is, is israel Sonia is great so and the middleweight division is on the rise which, which we'll talk about but if we brought out freaking like i don't know izzy versus like sean strickland or something yeah kind of they would have to be some really cool ones on there for 
it to be worth it but i think also like at home it's like okay whatever but like actually being there and if there's some really cool fights like it's so worth it i feel like where would you host it would it have to be probably in Vegas? Probably in Vegas. I feel like Vegas it would, would have, have to be. Because that's baseline. If you did in Brazil, they'd be like, okay, it's probably going to be a Brazilian headliner. But then what if it was somewhere random like that? Because if it was Dude, over yeah. there, then it's what harder did, for like, them Abu to Dhabi, people know. And then you did like freaking like Poirier versus yeah, like, some random. It would be harder for people to figure out who's going. You know what I mean? I'm just trying to think of what, pi- what matchup would be the absolute wildest. Mm-hmm. Okay, imagine like would freak Imagine out. this. Imagine this, okay? Okay. Your co main event. No, okay. I'll do like the top three fights, okay? Kay. You have the co co main, co main and Imagine you have freaking John Jones walk out. Okay. And then he's fighting Taichu Uwasa. Francis Ngano. Oh, <laughs> Imagine, but, bro. Wait, are they in different weight classes? No, they're well. John's gonna move up to heavyweight. Okay, imagine oh, you have Francis versus John, and then that'd imagine be crazy. I want to see Ty. Imagine this is your co-main okay. for the 185 pound belt. Okay, <laughs> don't. Me. You have Hamzat walk out, and then you have Israel Desanya walk out. That Wasn't would, that supposed to happen? It might soon. Okay, that would be absolutely that'd be sick. Crazy. Okay, and then for the main, you have drum roll. Brrr, the champion after he beats Islam Makhachev walkout. You have the freaking champion Charles Dubronx Oliveira walkout first, <laughs> and then after that, it goes absolutely freaking dark. And then red and blue and white lights start shining, and then Habib Nurmagomedov comes out. Oh, that's not who I thought you were gonna say. After, could you imagine though, Charles, Charles versus Khabib. Khabib after Charles beats habib's protege islam makachev at ufc 280 i always and get habib, had, like, and habib islam mixed up they're like the same person basically they're like best friends brothers basically oh, okay yeah do it, they look similar yeah kind of but imagine that psycho card so that would be your top three yeah i would leave out like conor mcgregor i just want to see yeah, fights that like would, would never out. happen Why like would, conor I mcgregor is more like- on the table like habib's retired oh that's but like true. charles right now is the best lightweight ever bring out the- like someone who's retired what if like freaking what's his name mccormier <laughs> daniel comes if out he bro. came out that'd be yeah, kind of sick heavyweight about him and john jones yeah. again dude that would be wild that'd actually he be might, sick he would come back but yeah that was that was what i was thinking that would be crazy but or i think if, like you got all the announcers like the two announcer other guys that fought dude, you, joe rogan versus dana white come out, did joe rogan ever fight no dude, right? imagine like jake paul coming out that'd be people would boo the <laughs> fuck out of no. him I'd be like, but who would you play i mean the fight heck? though doesn't he have beef with um he'd have to fight like a 185 pounder probably what if what about the that one girl's ex guy that was like really they always Dylan? Yeah. Oh bro, what if it Dylan Danis for Jake Paul UFC three hundred mystery card? Because they had like actual beef. <laughs> yeah, they do. So that would be funny. Yes. That that's what actually needs to happen. We just Jake Paul needs to absolutely stop oh wait, no, Dylan Danis is limited Dana to Dana would never have Jake attack. Paul in the UFC. He's so anti No, he would maybe. I don't know. He's literally Dana's down for money. Dude. But do you remember you know his sh- la- his press conference when he was like, "Why are we talking about these people? They're not even in my sport. Like I'm done yeah, talking he's about done them." Talking about it, yeah. Jake Paul's been fighting Anderson Silva though. That's gonna be wild. But what? Yeah, boxing. 
but oh it's my. gonna be interesting dude like dylan danis best boxer best grappler on planet earth <laughs> that's really? what he posted the other day on oh. his story <laughs> but isn't he like not he's, even in the ufc right now no he's not even in the ufc so, he's bellator but he's what? been hurt he had like two knee surgeries oh. and so he'll be back but is yeah, he ever be... been in the ufc no he's only fought oh. like twice in the why MMA. not huh why not um does he not want to be or does has dana not does he not have a contract he had really bad knee problems he hasn't uh, been fighting at all because he had to get surgery and he's been rehabbing so do you think once he's better he could be in the ufc if he wanted to or do you think he wants yeah he's to one of the stay? best jujitsu guys in the world really oh yeah he's like a world champion he's a beast that's cool i don't know that i mean that's how he got his that's how he's become famous basically and then and also talking a shitload of crap yeah, I feel like he just talks a lot. I mean, that's all he's been doing right now. But yeah, that would be crazy. Jake Paul, Dylan Danis, UFC 300 mystery card. That would be <laughs> sickening. Um, that would be cool. But yeah, I think that those fights, I don't know what one I would want to see most. Of. I think that the Habib versus Charles Oliveira one, since that would never never happen, I think that would be the one I want to see most out of the three yeah. ones I named. Yeah. And also, I think that Hamza would get pieced up by Izzy probably. Because, really? Yeah. Because Israel Adesanya's takedown defense is good. Like, you can't hold Israel Adesanya down, I don't think. I don't really like him. Yeah, I don't know. Um, Yeah, so also, what? so we talked about Javid. We talked about that. Oh, well, we're kind of backtracking here, but Songy, baby. I didn't get to talk about my boy Songy Dong. And what did he prove against Corey Sanhagen? It's that you can't get cut against Corey Sanhagen. Because if you do, the fight's going to stop early. But also, Songy Dong proved that he's the absolute man. What is he, 24 years old? been fighting the ufc i mean fighting in the ufc for like a while now since he was 19 18 and he proved to everybody that he's the absolute killer and he deserves to be there he cracked and hurt Corey sanghagen on multiple occasions and with blood pouring down his face he's smiling Dang, at Corey and like crazy. urging him on to fight him but i love song so much dude like he's just the he's honestly just like javid perfectly built for the division he has such amazing power he's so unbelievably fast and if he doesn't get cut by that elbow, dude, in like the second or third round, second round, it would have been a completely different fight because he was landing some good shots. Corey is just systematically trying to break him down throughout the fight. But Song always has that one-punch knockout power. And Corey even said he got hurt on multiple occasions. But Dang. yeah, I was just proud of Song because that's like a huge step up in competition. And he looked ready and wasn't tired at all during five rounds. Like he's only fought five rounds like once before that. And when like thinking about it, dude, like he's fought like good guys but never Corey Sanhagen's a different beast Corey Sanhagen's like legit mm-hmm. beast mode level but another thing that I took away from this card though dude is that because it started off with um Anthony Fluffy Hernandez versus Mark Andre Barrio Fluffy Hernandez is just one of the most relentless fighters in the UFC I mean his takedown he was like Mark Jacasey like him and Mark Jacasey have like found this like niche where it just like as long as you have unbelievable cardio and you just keep taking people down it just is a nightmare for your opponent but Fluffy Hernandez he has amazing boxing and put it on Mark Andre and then another middleweight bout was Joe Pfeiffer put it on Alan Amadovsky my dad told me that he read an article that Alan Amadovsky bro is like People said that he's like one of the worst guys in the UFC. It's like, okay, whatever, dude. But like, wow. I'm that guy's left hook though, underrated. Like, if he hit, if he would have clipped Joe Pfeiffer, that guy's left hook is like lightning fast. So, like, whoever signs Alan Amadovsky or if he wants to retire or whatever, 
don't get in a street fight with him because i think he lives in like italy or whatever but like cat's got a wicked left hand so like don't <laughs> shit on the guy because the dude's legit obviously but joe pfeiffer amazing middleweight gregor rodriguez or chidi and jugwani gotta be one of the fights of the year but my point is is that the middleweight division is kind of on its way up because we've got Mikhail Mikhail Olszewicz just beat Sam Alvey, came down from 205. Now we've got Anthony Fluffy Hernandez. We've got Drikas Duplessis, who's an absolute killer, who put it on Brad Tavares. We've got freaking Robocop Gregory Rodriguez, who just comes back from the dead after every single fight that he has. He beat Chidi and Jukawani, who's probably one of the hardest, like one of the best newcomers in the UFC. He was one of my favorite new prospects that I found out about this year. But dude, Gregory Rodriguez, these he had a freaking unibrow gash. He that's the dude that I sent you this oh, post that he had to get like freaking however yeah. thirty freaking stitches or whatever. Oh god! But yeah, he came back after GD and Juku. He took GD and Jukawani's best knee, which split him open. He also took a few major shots, like <laughs> stuff making him stumble all the way back to the other side of the octagon. Gregory Rodriguez, dude, he's not afraid to go down with anybody. And then I think people forget that he's literally a Brazilian world champion. So like. <laughs> This guy is so good, but I'm just happy because, in my opinion, besides, like, the freaking 205-pound division, I really do think that 185 needed a little bit of juice. But now we've got <laughs> guys, dude. I mean, freaking, um, even at the at the top, Alex Pijera, like, fighting, he could very well knock off our champion. But I think it's, like, th- this is big time. And especially, I think Paulo Costa is going to get get cooking here and then also <laughs> Hamza Chemaev is always lurking around and then Robert Whitaker's coming off arguably his best performance of all time against mm-hmm. Marvin Vittori he absolutely pieced up the number two guy in the world or the number three guy in the world or whatever the fuck no yeah Marvin was number two and Robert's number one but yeah the middleweight division is getting an absolute resurgence and it's sick and I think if I was I wanted to do this really fast I wanted to rank some of the prospects so I th- I've, so like basically I'm on MMA what is it I'll go to middleweight rankings right now. So in the top 10, basically besides outside of Jack Hermanson and Darren Till, like the like at the top 10 and down. So like obviously I think number one prospect to be scared of, it's Andre Mooney's. And then after that, it's Drikas Duplessis. And then uh, after that, I have uh, Anthony Fluffy Hernandez for sure, just because he's so relentless at his takedown and he's big. Um Nasruddin Amabov is good, but he does get freaking shelled. Like, I don't know. He's kind of cocky, but he's good. And then Mikola Lachezik, bro. Those are like my top five. And then also Gregory Robocop Rodriguez is in there, but he just gets hit too much. But like, those are my kind of top guys to look out for because they're going to be coming. They're coming fast. And yeah, I, I'm, I'm pumped because they needed a, the middleweight was probably the weakest and they needed a resurgence big time, baby. Um, what else was on here? What did I talk about? Did I, did I mention Fluffy Hernandez? Yeah. I want him to fight Michael Mikhail Olszewicz. I think that would be You mentioned Fluffy. I don't know if that's what you <laughs> I think that would be the sickest fight ever. Because Mikhail Olszewicz, like I said, destroyed Sam Alvey, basically. And then Anthony Fluffy Hernandez runs through everybody like Adolfo Vieira. And then it's just his last fight um, that he had was that. Who, what was it? Who did he fight again? Oh, yeah, Marc-Andre Berrio. I think it would be great because I don't think old Michelle Ojejek gets taken down very easily because he feels the 205ers. He's felt 205ers, and then mm. um, it'll be a great test on the feet because, obviously, I think it would be a great, like, swap test because Hernandez is going to test Michal Ojejek's ground game, and Michal Ojejek is going to test Anthony Hernandez's stand-up. How do you pronounce his name? Michal Ojejek. 
Michal. Michal. It's M-I-C-H-A-L. Like Michael? M-I-C-H-A-L. Yeah, but he's from Poland. But that's cool. Yeah. Michal. But I think that would be a great matchup, though, because they both have something to offer and be a big test for both of them. And they both, like, are perennial superstars in the division. Like, they're going to get, they're going to, uh, both of those guys will undoubtedly be in the top 15 by maybe the end of the year. But yeah. I really like Fluffy and I really like Mikal. I think that would be an absolute bang bang of a fight. Um, what else? Who else got announced that was absolutely sickening? Movsar versus Bryce Mitchell, bro. Movsar Vloyev, the two undefeated cats going at it. The Grappler Central. This fight, I think everybody has wanted this to see this, dude. Okay. I don't need I, I'm gonna do an early prediction, but I just don't see Movsar Vloyev losing, okay? I know Bryce Mitchell's absolute killer is coming off that big dub i guess against edson barboza and then mossar kind of put it on dan Ige. but i just don't see bryce mitchell do, like i know bryce is good on the feet and everybody's scared of it scared of the takedown that's why everything opens up on the hands for him but mossar i think is more well-rounded and it's like what are you gonna do to Mo- you're gonna keep mossar on the ground dude the dude's built like an absolute tank and i'm not biased i like think I, bryce mitchell can tap out anybody in the 145 pound division but it's like dude mossar to me, it's the classic Benil Darius versus Mataj Gamera. I think Mataj is gonna have. I got a lot of. I got a little bit of heat for this, you know. People don't think I know what I'm talking about, and I don't really know what I'm talking about. I don't do <laughs> MMA. I just call it how I see it. And I think that a Mataj Gamera, if you don't lose, to, if you keep it as close as you do with Armand Salrukian, I just don't think it's gonna be as tough of a fight against Benil Darius. Mataj Gamera's fight against Armand Salrukian is gonna be the hardest fight of his life until he gets a number one contender fight. And which is could be this one. Mm, I don't think it's this one, but or fighting for the title. And the same thing here, dude. Like, I think Movsar. This Bryce Mitchell fight is gonna be tougher. I think it's gonna be tougher for Bryce Mitchell than it is for Movsar. Movsar does gas out maybe a little bit, but he didn't really gas out against Dan Ige. And I think Bryce could get exposed a little bit, and Movsar could show that he is the man. But you never freaking know in this sport. How many times have I been wrong? Probably I probably have a seventy-five percent fail rate when it comes to picking fights i would give you like 65 yeah it's always really embarrassing when my dad just freaking guesses and then he's like oh you thought this guy was gonna win and i'm like yeah you know what i did think he was gonna freaking win dad because i had an educated guess all you did was look at i usually am pretty right too yeah you are but you just go based on nationality no i do based on the feeling because i'm a psychic <laughs> you just like rub the screen yeah i'm like feeling hmm. um yeah next next beauty is uh gilton almeida fought turkle a tur that one guy Remember when you said this is gonna be 20 minutes yeah dude it's like 31 minutes long anton <laughs> turkalj Turk turkalj the fight against shamil abdur came up got canceled dude I don't think anybody in the UFC is going to stop Giles Tanameno, okay? And he has that fight coming up in October 22nd on the UFC 280 in Abu Dhabi versus Shamil. I, this guy is going to absolutely be the Hamzat Shemaev of the 205 and 220-pound division, bro. Heavyweight and light heavyweight. He's the guy. I mean, nobody, you can't take him down. And when he takes you down, he just submits you every single time. And there's nobody that I think has the prowess on the ground like my my dream one of my dream fights is Hamza Chimaev versus Jonathan Almeida at 205 after Chimaev takes 170 and 185 pound belts maybe uh what's Jonathan's up there 
have a freaking <laughs> super fight with him or a grappling match. Like if there's one grappling match that I would actually pay to see, it'd be Jalatan Almeida versus Hamza Chimaev. I'd pay a pay-per-view to see that. <laughs> because Hamza is freak strength and then Jalatan Almeida just throws grown men around the octagon like nobody's business. So that's funny this fight honestly should have been illegal like i know turk illegal <laughs> anton turkle just like eight no but he took the fight on short notice it's like dude why would you if you see that guy it's like you couldn't pay me enough freaking cash like if i'm like gonna see jalton do you know what jalton amita looks like no dude you want to see what this cat looks like this is what i was saying to Are my one scared of him this is what i was saying to my one friend bro is it like um should have gave jalton hamzat to jalton almeida and just been like, how do you like this for almost ruining a UFC 279, bro? Mm. This guy's an absolute huge, massive man. He mm. fights at heavyweight. And he, I mean, he doesn't look like a heavyweight. Mm-mm. He's just cut up. Mm-hmm. Absolutely chiseled. Look at this guy's muscle. Look at that core, dude. And yeah, you it's can't. all muscle. Don't mess with this guy. All right. What was the last thing I want to talk about? Because Bianca's got to study for a test that she's known about for three years. <laughs> um, I'm te- going to school to be an elementary teacher in my. Uh, tests to get into the program are tomorrow yeah i've not studied once <laughs> it's the future of uh teacher of america right here that's what ashley always says yeah i feel she like we're the, the future edu- educators. educators of america that's why we're on the oh, we're going downhill here okay um, shut up <laughs> Let's cap this sucker off with my most pleasant surprise of 2022, okay? Man, what a, what a doozy this episode's been, huh? Huh? What a doozy? Yeah. Um, most pleasant surprise of 2022. I think I'm going to have to go with our boy. Drum roll. Who is freshly in to the UFC 145 pound division. Surprised me against Charles Jordan. Did what he oh. had to do against... Um, Someone's saying it. Did what he had to do against Charles Rosa. I think Nathaniel, the prospect Wood, Nathaniel has been the Wood. most pleasant, pleasant surprise. Nate of, Wood, huh? Nate Wood, Nate Wood. Is that Nathaniel. what he, does he go by? Nate? Nathaniel Wood, the prospect. Does he go by Nathaniel or Nate? Nathaniel. Oh. Nathaniel. Is he British? Why are we saying it like that if he wasn't? Nathaniel Wood from England. I Nate think. Woods. Or the, yeah, England. He has like the white That's flag with the red go. cross. We're going. Maybe. Why is I don't want to fly back early. But Nathaniel Wood, don't get me, don't get me distracted, bro. Nathaniel Wood, he is the most pleasant surprise because Charles Jordan, soaring superstar, super fun fighter every single time, but stopped him in his tracks, beat him in the dirty boxing exchanges, took him down, tripped him every single time. I think Nathaniel Wood, he hasn't been shown to um, be affected by the increase in weight, doesn't get tired, and he has cl- they, probably some of the best striking in all of the UFC, dude. So clean, click, kicks, front kicks, um, like teeps to the body. And then there's also his ground game, his ability to just stay on top of you and uh, long gr- or laying ground and pound. I think that he has been probably one of the, my most surprising guys because I wanted to give him a little bit of shine because um, Nathaniel, he missed like all of 2021 due to like cancellations and... Um, I think he had maybe an injury. I don't know about that. But yeah, I think that Nathaniel Wood, he's on the rise and he's going to be, I want to see, I kind of want to see him tested in his next fight. I don't know if he has any, I'm going to look him up on Typology really fast. I don't think he has anything coming up just because he had a really short, because he fought um, like really close together. But yeah, him versus, dude, who would be a good fight for him? Love to think about it. 
because you really can match him against any. There's no like stylistic problems with him. Like you can put him up against a grappler, and because he'll be fine. And then striking, it's fine. Like there's no like, there's no like hide. You don't you don't you don't have to worry about hiding Nathaniel Wood from anybody. Like he doesn't. He's not afraid to go against anybody in the division, and he has the tools and he's equipped to like give any type of style a run for their cash. But like that's it for today. I just wanted to mostly just get talk about Javid and for Farid. Farid and J- Javid. <laughs> but yeah, anything else that you wanted to add? Anything that was just on your mind that you wanted to get off on this huge platform? <laughs> it's like the hot wings. You look there plug. and there and lay out look the here. red carpet for look yourself. Here. Anything you want to plug? Um, no, Send I out just... some prayers for your test. <laughs> yeah. Send me good vibes. Uh... It's okay. I'm going to fail them, but it's okay. I can retake them. If for there's two another things you can learn on this, it's be more consistent, wear sunscreen, and study for your tests. Yep. That's what you got to take away from this episode. Study and sunscreen will save your life. And also make you look better when you're old. Wait, what, what did I say? It was study, sunscreen, and what? Consistency? Oh, yeah. The three... Things we don't the have. The three s's. Because we can't say S's, but there's C, C and S's. But we the, the are C- not consistent on the CSS channel. We did not wear sunscreen, by. and I did not study, so... Study sunscreen. SCS. Later, guys. Oh, smile for the thumbnail. No. <laughs> yes. But you know how long it takes me to find... <laughs> but then they're awkward. sciatica from looking Okay, so awkwardly smile. I'm just gonna not... I'm just gonna pretend that we're talking. Just look at the camera blankly and I'll smile. <laughs> like, I'll say something. <laughs> yeah, J- Javid. <laughs> okay. Okay, we're good. <laughs>